know exactly who I am. I'm the Doctor, sorting out fair play across the universe. Now please, get off this planet while you still have the Doctor Who podcast. Hello dear listeners and welcome to episode 361 of the Doctor Who podcast. I'm James and I am joined by Michelle and Phil. Hello guys. Hello. Hi, we are here. Yes, welcome. <laughs> I was waiting for Michelle to go first there. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody just waits on this show. It's so structured, so organised that people wait politely for their turn to talk. That sounds like the DWP, doesn't it? <laughs> sure. Yes, it does. See, done it in nice orderly fashion there. So you're... <laughs> well, in, in a nice orderly fashion, i.e. absolutely no order whatsoever, you are listening to the DWP's preview of the 2023 specials, the 60th anniversary specials that, as we record, are just over a week away. So... First of all, we ought to set out the terms of reference because Doctor Who fans like terms of reference. They like structure, order, all that kind of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. everything's on the table. (laughs) So, if, um, if your spoiler threshold is very high then perhaps you may not want to to listen. Now, that doesn't mean that we are going to deliberately spoil you we haven't gone searching for doctor who spoilers not specifically for this podcast anyway phil may well have done because he does that kind of thing um but uh we want to have freedom to speak about whatever it is that uh we choose and we hope you stay for the ride um if it helps in any way shape or form i can only speak for myself but i know very little about these three episodes anyway so even if i wanted to spoil you i would have difficulty doing so i think well i i think to be honest there's not a lot of spoilers out there really i think you've got to uh dig deep and i think a lot of the spoilers are really just conjecture more than anything else uh i and from i don't know about you guys i think this is wonderfully refreshing actually that there is they've been tantalizing us over the last few weeks months and so and so but there's still not a lot of detail for any of these three episodes which i'm really really liking I think that's true. And and, and help me, guys, do, do I remember that there has, has there been a screening now, the one that you were talking about in the last episode? And yet yeah. still, even after that screening, um, I have not heard particular spoilers. I mean, I'm still pretty much running on what the previews say and, and a few things that, that Russell T. Davis has said lately about uh, the tone of these three episodes coming up. Um, so, so yeah, I think that's a, a, extraordinary that we know as little as we do going into it, which, I mean, we have, we have a ton of information and press releases and, and, and stuff surrounding this anniversary. And yet still, we know very little really about what's going to happen in these episodes. From what I understand, there are spoilers out there. Uh, and again, I think you do need to know where to look. I just don't think they've gained a great deal of traction. Um, certainly haven't been discussed in the same way that uh, spoilers have been previously. And and it is really quite ironic because it's a massive 
contrast really you look at the amount that doctor who has been in the news certainly here in the uk uh, michelle it's been almost omnipresent uh, since the beginning mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of november and yet there has been practically no details on any of the stories uh, making it into mainstream news or even some of the entertainment websites that are pretty cavalier the storylines um so i think i think that's really good yeah i will say when it comes to the first one uh, the star beast and maybe this is one of the reasons that russell put it first in 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 the order is that it's obviously based on a comic that had already been published years ago so inherently if you're familiar with the story we must know some of the story beats not i mean depending on how the adaptation goes but this one would be less secret uh perhaps than the other two so you know, folks can make conjectures about that based on on how the story goes. Um, and 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 uh, Russell said that I think it was just in this last week that he commented that this is the most family friendly of the three episodes that will come out, and is really the kind of thing where the whole family can gather around and uh, enjoy. Um, you know, little things like that. That's all I've heard as well. And then the others, he's gone and sort of got Morris gone on record saying that they are not really for children whether that's sort of bit around this mystery second episode world blue yonder which we know absolutely nothing about beyond the fact that david tennant and and david uh, yeah david tennant and catherine tate are in it so uh, for some reason there i thought i said catherine tennant for some reason so (laughs) that's the dr donna that's that that's the fictional version and again the the adjectives that Russell used for those are, uh, for the second one, he said, is very dark and very weird. Um, yeah. That sounds like that one That one will mess with us. I think it will do. Um, though they have released some posters for each of the episodes, and the only thing that's given away while Blue Yonder is there's this little robot in the background, uh, which looks a little bit like the film version of Marvin the Paranoid Android from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about the only thing that's been given away. Um and I think the only thing we do know about this episode is the TARDIS runs away and leaves the Doctor and Donna stranded. Uh, that's that's all we know at the moment. That's been hinted at in the um, in the trailer. So yeah, there's been absolutely nothing um, nothing else released about that. Um, and I'm beginning to wonder if this is the episode that's going to be a bit of a a bit of a game changer for Doctor Who, perhaps. Maybe this is the one with all the surprises. Who knows? Well, you know, we we've sort of been thinking. Who knows exactly? Um, oh, this is where we're going to get other doctors or other old villains again. Who knows? The synopsis and um, broadcast information for the first two specials has been released. That's out in the wild, not Blue Yonder, just the wild. Um, and um, uh-huh. the transmission date is the twenty fifth of November for the Star Beast. Its running time is mm-hmm. fifty six minutes been written by Russell T Davis but also has story credits for Pat Mills and Dave Gibbons because of the adaption uh, of of the comic book which I have to say uh, I think I am probably the least aware of uh, certainly within the camper van anyway I know Drew and Michelle you are both very familiar uh, with it but um, I've I've not read it I don't think ever Um, I think it's been sitting on my shelf downstairs Um, I know Big Finish have adapted it which I've not listened to. Yeah, and, and which is a which is actually a good adaptation. It's mm. it's a fun adaptation. Yeah, I'm hoping to listen to that before beforehand um, the 25th. Yes, indeed. Why not afterwards? 
Um, well, no, actually, because I want to refresh myself on the original story, because I did read the comic back in the day. I think it was one of the first... That was the second story to be published in Doctor Who magazine, because I think the first one was The Iron Legion, which has also been done as an audio story by Big Finish. The same re- release contained both those stories. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, so it's been a long time since I've last read Starbeast. So, yeah, I'm going to listen to Big Finish beforehand okay. and then see what RTD's take is on it. Well, cl- clearly I have my uh, I have that option as well. Um, I'm, I've just chosen not to because as, as much as I'm not really a spoilerphobe, I don't necessarily want to actively find out all the details of a particular story, even if the adaption changes some of them. Uh, I- I'm very happy to to just wait, really, bide my time and uh, treat it as uh, as a new episode and a new a new story. Um, one of the things that we we do know, because again, it's out there. The the cast lists uh, are, mm-hmm. are there, um, and again, there are times when either Radio Times, the BBC, um, or, or some media outlet ends up sharing some information that they shouldn't. Um, and now, I'm not sure whether that's happened on this occasion, because looking at the cast list for both episodes one and two, there's no surprises there. Now we know that. Bonnie Langford features in at least one of these episodes so we have to assume I think that it's going to be the third unless of course they are messing with us and they've actually decided not to credit Bonnie Langford in stuff that goes out ahead of broadcast. Well I thought Bonnie Langford was with Shooty Gatwa I didn't know she was appearing in, the, in one, at least one of the She's specials. She's in at least one of these, for sure. Ah, okay. Okay, so that's that's a spoiler for me. I had no idea Well, there about you go. That. I'm glad we've managed to get spoilers <laughs> in there somewhere, even if it's of a minor nature. Uh, but I, I, yeah. I just can't help but think, right, if they're going to... If they're going to put the effort into bringing back someone like Bonnie Langford or Mel Bush, I think it will be for a fairly uh, large role. I don't think it will be a cameo. And of course, she was also in almost a final scene prior to the regeneration uh, in in Power of the Doctor. So Mm -hmm. actually, if they're looking for a bit of continuity there, and depending on what the timeline is like, then they've got someone there just to, to pick up and run with. And we know she's coming back as opposed to somebody else who we don't know. Uh, is returning. Well, and I and I'm really yeah. glad they're going with Bonnie Langford. I think she is um, capable of really inhabiting the role. I know. I, I in the last episode you talked about the fact that you think that Katie Manning tends to just play Katie Manning now rather than Joe Grant uh, or Joe Jones. But um, I think Bonnie Langford will be able to be Mel again, even even Agreed. much later in life. And uh, yeah, I think good choice. What I find interesting yeah. is that, of course, Ruth Madeley is in the Star Beast as well, and Bonnie Langford has just starred with Ruth Madeley in a Sixth Doctor range uh, for Big Finish. So that will be interesting to see whether or not that is just purely coincidental. I am certain it is, in all honesty. Uh, Ruth Madeley is playing a different character to the yeah. one she played. Uh, for, for, for big finish but the cast list is huge Bernard Cribbins is going to be there who sadly died yeah. I think just two months yep. I think it was after after he filmed it but that's going to be wonderful and and personally I mean I know it's not spoilery or anything I'm really looking forward to seeing Donna back as well with her family well and and Gemma Redgrave you know, I love that character. Um, this will be one of the first chances for Russell Davis to have uh, a shot at her character. And with the, uh, I, I think this is one of the ones we know there's going to be a spin-off series from, I imagine that she will be uh, very much 
featuring in a meaningful way in these in at least one if not more of these specials yeah if indeed she has been cast because of course um the unit series has not been formally announced as well has most of the things that many fans are taking as gospel now Right, so what I'm interested in is is how you're feeling about this. This is this is clearly a big departure from what we saw last time out from uh, from Chris Chibnall. Um, it's been what? How long has it been since Power of the Doctor? It's been the best part of a year, isn't it? Or, or pretty much a yeah, year. I think so. Yeah. And um, and I'm interested to know how you're feeling about watching three brand new episodes of Doctor Who. I'm assuming you're both incredibly excited. Yes, indeed, uh, very much so. I think it's the we're in the sort of like you know the final few days to the to the to the big night now, aren't we? So it's uh, yeah, the excitement's certainly ramping up um, for me, and of course there's loads of other Doctor Who contents watching between. So there's plenty of stuff, you know, to keep us going till until the twenty fifth, when that's sort of like the the crowning glory of it all, isn't it? Really, that's when it when when all the the fun begins. What um, what are your viewing plans, Phil? Are you going to watch this at home? Are you Locking everybody else out of the lounge? How's how's it going to work? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I will be watching at home in the lounge and hoping that everybody just shuts the hell up. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I, all I do know is, is Scott will certainly be watching it with me. But the thing with Scott, he asks questions all the way through a story rather than watching it and finding out for himself what what's going to happen. <laughs> so um, just in case uh, this is the first DWP you've listened to, Scott is Phil's son, who's uh, five yes. or six years old, or is he a bit older than that now? No, he's nearly 11 Nearly now, 11, actually. there you are, how time <laughs> yeah. flies. Yeah, good job, James. <laughs> well, uh, it, it, he should really have a, a mute button rather than the TV then, I would have thought, um, at that point. Can't, can't you threaten a lack of pocket money or something if he doesn't keep quiet for the hour? I could try that. I don't think it'll work, actually. <laughs> Anything's worth a shot. <laughs> how about you, Michelle? Well, I am obviously very excited about this. I just, the contrast between the way this era is being handled and the way the last one was handled couldn't be more different. And I love it uh, that Russell Davis is back at the at the helm and has all these grand plans um, for the Hooniverse and things going forward. Um, I don't know how I'll be watching it because we in America don't yet know when it will be available over here. Um, I was a little bit miffed listening to our last episode of the Doctor Who podcast when the three of you Brits all said you hope that the Americans don't get to see it, at the, that the rest of the world doesn't get to see it at the same time as you do, which I think is really kind of mean, to be honest That's with you. That's not what we I, said. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, I just listened to it. It is exactly what, what, what we said. What we said was that we hope that something doesn't go wrong and the rest of the world doesn't no, get to see it no, before you, us. No, you need to go back and listen, dear, that um, you specifically <laughs> dear, said... Dear, not patronising uh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, so here's, here's my thing, is that I, I would never want the rest of the world to see Doctor Who before uh, the British folks, but I, I would love to see uh, the same, see it released at the same time, um, partly because on a personal, selfish level, that means that I can record some of the responses for the Doctor Who podcast, which um, we we can't. We Americans kind of get cut out if we don't see it at the same time you all do because the podcast needs to go out quickly. So there's that practical thing. But also, um, you know, why not? Why not let everybody enjoy this? And, and everybody gets online afterwards. It, it, it's really beneficial to to make this available to the, the viewers that want to see it simultaneously. And finally, at this point, frankly, there's an American company that is putting a lot of money into it. 
So why not let the Americans and the rest of the world see it at the same time? Not not, not before, but to see it at the same time. So um, shame on you. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's, it, it's very difficult to remember what we said on these podcasts uh, at any point, but uh, but certainly um, my my main concern, and I've still got this fervent belief that something is going to go wrong. I simply don't believe uh, the management uh, at Bad Wolf or the BBC will be good enough to uh, to perform whatever grand plan they've come out with, which they have not confirmed. Uh, as of the time we are recording, dear listeners. Um, there has been no formal confirmation that these episodes will be available as and when the show's broadcast on BBC One or whether they'll be available to the rest of the world immediately afterwards or whether or not something is, is something revolutionary is going to happen and the episodes will drop on Disney Plus perhaps a long way before broadcast or, or before they drop oh, I, on iPlayer. No, I don't think so. Um, well, no, I, I, I can't imagine. Well, I don't think that will be the plan, gonna... but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. <laughs> I don't think, you know, the, the Disney Plus has been releasing a lot of high-profile shows lately, and, and when they announce and plan a release date, that is, that is, there are certain shows lately that I have been waiting the moment they are supposed to release to see, and, and I don't, they don't release them until you know, the clock ticks over to the hour that they're supposed to release and they appear on, on, on your, your options to click on. Yeah, I don't, but this is Doctor I, Who. I don't There's think British gonna... influence. <laughs> Something will go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain of that. But uh, e- either way, it will be really good if everyone can watch it simultaneously, but we'll, um, we'll see what happens on, on that front. But where, where will you be watching? Uh, will you? Be, it sounds to me as though you're going to have the Disney Plus home screen uh, up on your screen. Keep refreshing, presumably, um, until yeah. you can get to, to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I do end up getting to see it uh, in a timely manner on Disney Plus, I'll, I'll certainly be at um, one of my TVs here in the house somewhere, um, hmm. depending on how big the TV is, depends on how, how much I have to hide for privacy. But, uh, but yes. Well, I was going to say, would it be a solitary thing for you? Are you going to rope members of your family in? Um, it will be a solitary thing, assuming it comes out on that Saturday here, uh, because, uh, my husband will be off in Michigan with our kid, um, uh, off at college, spending some of the Thanksgiving weekend with him. Um, so it will, it will be solitary, which is which is great because then I don't have to worry about anybody asking questions or anything annoying like that. I'm going to text you all the way through it. My husband, even if my husband were here, he would not, he would not get it or probably particularly enjoy it. It's a lot like your family, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're not bad. Um, they 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 will tolerate it but it gets to a point where you think well what's the point you know you're not going to be into it as much as I am if I happen to be really excited about it and you're underwhelmed what's the you point you cannot sit there next to somebody who is underwhelmed you can just feel the you can feel the the negativity like emanating absolutely <laughs> but there we go um one final thing I wanted to mention um and this is this has been discussed by RTD in public and that's the budget and uh, Michelle you alluded to that a little earlier as well um he mentioned without mentioning specific figures that this is one project that he has worked on with a massive budget he says he hasn't had this amount of money uh, in any of the projects that he's worked on in the last 10 years he did say it's not the same as a hollywood budget but he said there's enough there to deliver some surprises particularly in episodes one and two now he didn't elaborate and i'm just wondering 
what he's getting at is it purely going to be an upgrade in terms of visual effects uh, either in terms of quality or the frequency that we see them or is it going to be something a little bit more intrinsic with that are we going to be blown away for example by the new TARDIS interior or, or something like that well I think that the one thing that came out out of the only thing I've, I've seen that came out of that uh, public screening of the Star Beast was from Colin Baker and all he said was it looks amazing you can see where the budget has gone. And he said that, that extra money has, you can see it on screen. So I, I don't know what to make of, about that, whether it's enhanced special effects, or as you say, it just could be the TARDIS set is now absolutely huge and we're going to get the the cavernous um, thing that we've always imagined it to be. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But, f- but from the sounds of it, we've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, by the way, we haven't, and I, I think we should, at least mention a little bit about the third special. Um, we we mm. kind of talked the first two, but the third special, The Giggle, uh, I think in many ways is the one I am looking forward to the most. I am really fascinated to see how Neil Patrick Harris plays the toy maker, which I think is going to be phenomenal. Russell Davis said that this is the most violent of the three and, and in fact, sounds like it probably has kind of a high degree of violence. He, he, he kind of indicated this might not be one for the kids. And, and, and I think the stakes will be very high. And that, that it would take childhood you know, images and, and really do kind of dark and nasty things with them. It sounded, I mean, those are not, that's not a quote, but that was what he was implying. So um, I, I think that one is going to be the one that I'm going to really be anticipating not because i like dark violent things it just it just sounds really fascinating <laughs> no not at all thank you for clarifying that yeah but i i um, <laughs> i i think uh, we know the least about this episode and that's because uh, we have the synopses and press releases for the first two but not the third yet and uh, so yeah mm. we we only know a little about it um and i i was wondering whether the toy maker is going to at least impact the, the entire set of specials, uh, despite the fact he may potentially only appear in a third. Um, it also looks as though they've gone for similar kind of vibe to the um, the later David Tennant episodes when he was the 10th Doctor. There's a big platform here in the sky, very similar to whatever vehicle it was that he fought the Master on at the end of... Um, Series three, yeah, the Valiant. Thank you. Uh, that's a good quiz question, isn't it? I'll make a note of that. Not to ask Phil. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't ask Phil. No. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it it's, it promises to be a, a spectacular finale. And again, you you would expect the stakes and um, the threat to be upped in the in the final story. Uh, we don't have a running time for that one yet either. Um, the first two mm. are well, 56 and 54 minutes, but I suspect if any of these episodes was ever going to be over an hour or feature length, it would be the finale. One would think, yeah. one would think, because also on that Saturday night, you've also got the other BBC One juggernaut Strictly is on as well. So I, I, whether they want to ruin the runtime of that... Um, I doubt it, actually. So I, I, I reckon we're still looking at an hour. The one other thing, or two other things, that I have seen advertised that are advertised potentially as supplemental episodes or as bridging content. Uh, one of them, I think, if I'm correct, will air tonight. Is tonight Children in Need for you guys? It is, yes. It is. And there, there is, I think, supposed to be a supplemental episode, um, Destination Scarrow. You know more than me. I've seen the uh, the two photos they've released, official BBC photos, 
they've released. And it does counter RTD's claim, doesn't it, Michelle, about he's resting the Daleks? Well, I think this may be the only time that, that, yeah. that they appear. This will be, just be something short. But, but y'all over there, please keep an eye on that and let me know, you know mm. what that means. But this will be, I understand, the 14th Doctor, right? I'm, yep. Yeah, so this, this, this is sort of like prequel material. Um, and, and along those lines, uh, in Doctor Who magazine, apparently there has been a run of comics, The Liberation of the Daleks, which also is billed as the bridging material between the last thing that we saw in Power of the Doctor and what we will see with the specials here. So I have not, I, I haven't been reading along with that in Doctor Who magazine. I do have an order of the complete published book um, on order, which should come, I think, just about any day. Um, but those are the two things also that I am looking forward to in terms of ramping up to the specials next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. As, as we record, it is on uh, this evening on BBC One um, in the UK. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what... I'll be, I've got no idea how long it is, but it's just the usual little, was it, five minutes we usually get sometimes, James, isn't it, for a little children in need? Yeah, between five and ten minutes, yeah. Yeah, um, but what I'm glad about is they've actually made something for children in need um, rather than just show a clip from an upcoming series, which they have done in previous years. So um, mm. and that, if that proves that RTD's back in the saddle, I don't know what doesn't. Right, okay. Um, all that's left then, dear listeners, is just to let you know what our plans are for coverage over the next three, four weeks or so. Uh, our intention and we're not committing to this, but our intention is to get an instant reaction online the same evening as transmission. So I know that we have been either the first or one of the first Doctor Who podcasts out there uh, to bring you any kind of analysis or review um, after <laughs> broadcast. Loosely speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely speaking, yeah, Michelle doesn't take part in those, yeah. And <laughs> and if, if we can get our act together and we have time to do so, then we will release a secondary episode later in the week as well. And that's partially taking a more considered look at the episode that um, aired the previous weekend and potentially to take a look at the episode coming up as well so lots and lots of dwp goodness there as always uh, you're very welcome to get involved feedback at the doctor who podcast.com is the email address you need at the dr who podcast on x or you can search for the doctor who podcast on facebook and join our group uh, which is thriving once again so michelle Phil, wonderful to catch up with you. You've certainly helped get me even more excited uh, for next weekend. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to, to watching these brand new episodes of Doctor Who. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Join us again very soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was the Doctor Who podcast with your hosts, James, Michelle and Phil. You can find us at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. If you have any feedback, please send it in to feedback at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for listening and take care. <laughs>